0: All right. and this is Trent Russell I am the co-host and moderator of the audit room on clubhouse I'm also the host of the audit podcast and founder of green skies analytics where we do everything analytics for internal audit I'm joined with Tracy Marquardt today and we'll uh, throw it to you Tracy
1: hi my name is Tracy Marquardt I am known as Europe's leading audit communication consultant and I work with internal audit teams around the globe to enhance their communication skills, their leadership skills, and in the end, to help them improve their productivity and to get better results than ever before. And I'm excited today, Trent. Tell us about our topic.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about this one too. I love all the conversations we've had on here, but this is one that really haven't touched on very much in uh, the podcast or in the audit room. And it's certainly one of my favorites. So today we we're talking about LinkedIn for auditors and Tracy, I'll just, I'll kick it off. Why are you on LinkedIn?
1: Why am I on LinkedIn? Well, I mean, I know that LinkedIn is million dollar real estate. This is where you make connections. This is where you build relationships and this is where you can share your expertise with the world and build your credibility, become known for, you know, uh, as a thought leader or as an amazing auditor. And, um, it really helps you, I think in your career, if you're an employee, or it helps you as a business owner, if you're looking to, uh, not sell because we don't want to sell on LinkedIn, um, but to, to get the word out and to meet people and to share what you're passionate about. And then those who are also passionate about the same things will connect with you. And then you can start to build those relationships. Trend.
0: Yeah. And that's why I. Became, I guess, active on LinkedIn. And that's, that's what you'll hear is that's, you know, a big reason for doing it, whether you're looking for a job, but I think, and you'd probably agree that it all usually boils down to relationships and it is a fantastic place for um, doing that. Um, but even then knowing all that, <laughs> you know, a year and a half ago, I was very hesitant to put anything out there um, just because I didn't know if there's going to be ridicule or how it'd be perceived. And someone actually challenged me, someone that posts every single day on LinkedIn, challenged me and said, post every single day on LinkedIn, do it for six months and see how much of a difference it makes. And I really did not want to do it um, because of the reasons that I said earlier. And I'll tell this this story real quick. There was um, Hal Garen, who was on the podcast, uh, the audit podcast a while back, the first interaction I ever had on LinkedIn was with him, and he's brilliant. He's great on there. If you don't follow him, be sure to. There's always good audit stuff from him, and I can't remember what what his post said, but I finally summoned the courage to just write a comment, so it wasn't even my, uh, my own post, but I Took about four hours to, to finally figure out what I wanted to say, and then and then you know I was like uh, I still don't like it, but I was like okay, I'll, you know it was like four o'clock. I was like I'll, I'll just hit send, so I hit send, um, didn't look at it, drove home, and then as soon as I got home, I opened you know opened the app on my phone and looked at it, and Hal's comment back was Trent, I don't really get what you're saying. <laughs> Rush, because you're talking about thought leaders. Hal's actually voted one of the top internal audit thought leaders of 2020 by the IA. So uh, to have someone like that go, yeah, I don't, I don't really know what you're talking about, uh, was pretty defeating. But it also got me over the hump of, OK, I did it. And um, I'm still here. I'm still breathing. So it wasn't, wasn't too bad. But so that was really one of the, the main reasons I, I started being active on there was just to get over. The insecurity of what someone else might think of what I say, um, and that has since led to things like the podcast and being able to do that, or um, being here in the audit room and being able to do that. So it's been really fantastic, just not only professional growth wise, but personal growth wise, um, on my end anyway. And and Tracy, you're talking about how being on LinkedIn can help your business. So I want to. I think you have a comment. Um, but after that, I, I wanted to get your thoughts on that. Um, yeah, well, I think your story is, is,
1: is, um, it's, it's funny after the fact, I get the angst. I think that, uh, Hal is definitely, uh, very well known in our industry as a thought leader and always has very interesting posts. And I can honestly say that sometimes there is a bit of intimidation or self-intimidation, um, uh, about commenting on some things because you don't want to be uh, ridiculed, then you want, you want it to add value. But I think you know, it's like any muscle. You just have to practice. So it's really important to, to get out there and to comment on people's uh, posts and to, to like the posts and to, you know, to be authentic and add an authentic comment, Trent.
0: Absolutely. So back, back to the, the question, how does being on LinkedIn help you in business, Tracy?
1: <clears throat> My goodness. For me, it's all about relationships, like you, uh, like we had talked about before. So, um, building relationships with my, I guess these days I call it an avatar. So it's kind of your ideal, the ideal person or people that you want to work with. So I, I definitely target. I'm connecting with internal audit uh, leaders and internal auditors. Um, I offer a lot of. I would I would say I share a lot of information and opportunities for learning on LinkedIn. And that um, does attract some folks to me and they want to connect with me. And I also seek out others to connect with and just spread the word. You know, I I preach a lot about um, how amazing communication is and how it can really help auditors get better results than ever before. And um, I think I'm very passionate about it. And that shows through in the posts that I have and in the way that I uh, connect people. So it allows me to, to build my audience, for lack of a better term, um, to broaden my network. I have, I think, I'm almost to 2,400 connections now. Most of them are internal audit, And um, it's just a fabulous way to, to encourage everyone to, to communicate more effectively and to, to be present and to be kind and to be authentic and, and um, to share information so we can
0: all learn. Yeah, and even as the the tech guy. Um, I've realized the importance of relationships over the past, you know, two years, I guess. And I I think kind of no matter what we're talking about today, no matter what the question is relative to LinkedIn and its importance, um, if whether you're in audit or not, the answer is (laughs) is relationships. And what I've enjoyed even this morning, um, So I posted our promotion for the podcast and um, someone sent me a message and said, hey, you know, would you mind introducing me to Shannon? I don't know her, but she seems fantastic. And I want to like he said, literally, I want to continue to grow my network with internal auditors. And so that is to almost help bridge or like even start or maybe build a relationship with between two people just because of that. And just because of the platform and they saw something Shannon said and um, wanted that introduction. love doing that i love when people say hey i saw this person on your show could you introduce them to me um or you know especially anybody that's been on the show hey i saw this other person was on there could you introduce them i take a lot of pride in in my um, email introductions and so again it's going to come down to relationships every time and i've found that it i say this when i talk about analytics too especially when I'm in the the very technical side of you know writing a script, it just makes my brain happy. There's like a it, I guess it's dopamine. Must be a dopamine kind of drip that I feel when that happens. And to be able to introduce to people like that or or anyone, um, I get kind of that same kind of dopamine uh, drip in my brain. So that's that's one reason that I very much enjoy uh, having that as a platform to be able to do that. Absolutely, and
1: I, I do agree with the, With it, like the dopamine drip, I think um, LinkedIn can be fun, and it is fun, and um, it's it's all, just all about making those connections and um, helping helping other people. Um, and that's what you do when you help others connect, and when you do your podcast as well. I know your podcast is quite quite popular, and it's it's always always valuable to listen to it. And um, that's
0: how that's how we spread the word, really. Yeah, and I think we're going to talk about you know tips for for building a network or how to use LinkedIn. But it, since we hit on the dopamine piece, you know there are millions and millions of dollars that are the, that LinkedIn and other social media platforms put into creating the dopamine drip, the dopamine drip. And so the more you scroll, the better uh, for them. And so I will say, just uh, as a tip, I try to limit the amount of scrolling. Um, if if I just go after hey, I want to comment on this, you know, this this person or this person so I can start to build a relationship with them um, is one thing. But it, to just scroll almost mindlessly is something I actually don't recommend. Um, so be, be do it with intent, I guess, would be kind of the one tip. I know we're going to get into some more, but that would be one that I can think of, you know, right now is do it with intent. And I think that goes a long way when you have people in your, Uh, profession. So the more auditors, you know, within that, within your network, the better, but then also kind of diversify who you have. So there's (laughs) LinkedIn is littered with sales and marketing people. Um, I can't remember the numbers, but I know I saw them at one point that, you know, the percentage of at least people that post routinely um, between marketers and, and sales folks is significantly higher than anyone else so I do think it makes sense to uh diversify who those folks are because I'll I'll learn something from the marketing side that applies to the audit profession or the sales side of that you know I can apply to the audit profession but anyway so I know we're going to get into tips uh here shortly but um or let's just go into that Tracy what, what are what are your tips those are two that that came to mind uh for me but what what do you have
1: so I think if we're talking about um, an auditor who works at a company, I think tips for me from my side are to number one, engage, engage with um, the folks in your network and also then to have your own posts because otherwise people don't know your voice. They don't know uh, what you're passionate about. So make your own posts. Um, there's also the option to write articles. Articles tend to get less, less eyeballs on them, um, certainly in the count. Um, they get lot less eyeballs on them. So posts are a great place to start and it's to get people to know you. Yeah. And then the third thing would be to have a great profile. So actually I pulled up your profile, Trent, and I also pulled up Julio's profile because Julio is just on our podcast. i um, sorry, in the audit room with us. And so I pulled up both your profiles to have a peek and, and, um, and see what you've got.
0: What do you got for so Tracy?
1: What for you? Yeah, um, I yes. love your banner. So for everyone, um, LinkedIn has a plain banner that they put up behind your photo on your profile. Having a having a, um, a banner that speaks to who you are is fantastic. It, it gives people an idea who, of who you are. So your banner is um, really great to see. You've also used, used your about, and it shows a little bit of your personality because it says, what's your favorite auditor joke? Did you hear the one about the interesting auditor? No, me neither. I mean... That, that shows us who you are. So it's very, very important to have a great profile and to, um, to use it to, the, to its fullest um, ability. So, and I'll offer Julio, if you want a comment, you can just let me know, uh, Julio, if you want a tiny little bit of feedback on yours. But, you know, you've got your about, you've got your banner. Um, I call it a tagline. It's the, the line below your name. So Trent is, we improve your audit analytics, and then host of the audit podcast. And that also tells you who you are and what you're passionate about. So uh, most employees will put their job title, which is fantastic, but they can also change um, that from just being their title to something um, a little more exciting. I'm gonna pull up another one of my contacts because he's head of internal audit and um, he's quite prolific on um, LinkedIn. His his name is um, Dr. Reiner Linds. Um We did a presentation together for the German IIA back in 2015, and we've kept in touch ever since. His about is great: positive, high energy, and hands-on leader. That's how it starts. So that tells you about him. Yeah, he's also bit, was named one of the thought leaders um, by the IIA. So um, really great stuff. He's very very active. And maybe one more tip before I hand it back to you um, for any questions or comments is um, you don't have to use your experience in your profile as a CV. You can use it for more than a CV. You can use it to add your projects. If you look at my profile, um, so if you're at your computer, just pull up my profile and you'll see that every time I speak at an IIA conference, or a similar conference, a Toastmasters conference, because I'm a Toastmaster, um, those go up in my experience. Um, Trent, you and I have the audit room on our um, on our profiles. So that's the kind of thing you want to do. Include as much information as possible and let people know you have multiple interests besides um, just the job, which is, of course, important. Uh, but those are some of them, some of my first tips anyway.
0: What do you think about, so that you were talking about, I, I call it the headline. And so mine is, um, you know, it says that host the audit podcast. And I like to think of those as what do you want? So if you're looking for, um, if you're looking for a job, then I would put something to that effect, because it's what they see. It's what people see whenever you leave a comment. Um, and so that's the first thing they see. And it kind of sticks out. And so I know just in, being engaged with other folks on there, I've started to look at, okay, what did they say in their headline and how can I model that? And so that's kind of what I came up with um, from that. So what what do you think about that and putting, hey, you know, basically it's maybe a a way to ask your, or a way to fill that headline pieces is is what do you want? And then fill it in from there. What do you think about that? Um,
1: It can be what you want. Um, it can also be the results that you bring, and I'm I'm a results-oriented thinker, so I always want to know the outcome. If somebody says, "Come on, um, come and speak at this," at this, you know, with this group of people, I say, well, "What is the outcome that you want?" So, what is the outcome that you want from from using LinkedIn? What is the outcome that you can bring other people? So, you know, whether you're you're Trent and I, who have our own businesses, or whether you're um, an, an employee as an auditor, you can have what you offer there. And so Reiner's About is, is a good example of that, you know, positive, high energy, hands-on leader. Some people could even put that in the headline portion. That's absolutely fine. Yeah, I have a, a colleague of mine now, not an auditor. I'll just pull hers up. So she changes hers quite, quite often. So she's a coach. Uh, um, hers says, been through hell? Me too! Tell me your dreams. Let's make them your reality. You know, kindness giver, kindness crusader, um, 35 year entrepreneur. So she's telling everyone, you know, what she has to offer and the results that they can bring for her. So I, I love that kind of thing. Um, I'm not, and and this is a personal perspective. So other people might have a different opinion, or experts um, out there might disagree. But I'm not one for putting a headline of freelancer or a headline of looking for a job I'd rather tell them what I'm passionate about and tell them what kind of auditor I am so that they can see that immediately and then want to know more about me despite the fact that I might be between jobs because everyone's going to look at your name your photo and that headline every single time that's what people focus on so you want to have it be powerful it's that line alone is worth that million dollars I promise.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's the, the prime real estate you're talking about. And, exactly. And I'll give my favorite tip um, that kind of took me a while to figure out. And then Tracy, actually, I have a question about your headline. Um, so mine is again, especially if you're looking to say you want to you want to move companies, um, and you find the person that is. The chief audit executive or the senior director or something to that effect, and you find them. Well, the more, well, two things. One, the more you engage with their content, the more likely it is to be in your feed, at least as of the LinkedIn algorithm today, uh, which of course is always changing. But um, I would find I was like, well, I want to go, you know, I want to engage with this person, but I don't want to have to rely on the algorithm. And so what I did is I opened their profiles, went to their profiles, went to their, their, Post section, their post activity, so you can see historically everything they've ever posted. And so I went to that page and then I saved it as a favorite into my uh, browser. And so every, depending on how, how active they were, you know, if there's somebody that posts every day, um, then maybe I'd check out that, that section every day. And that way I could make sure to see what they were posting and also what they were commenting on uh, to make sure that they knew that I was engaging with their content. And then again, the more you do that, probably the less you'll have to go uh, save those as favorites and go find them that way because you will you'll start to see they'll be probably the first post um, when you log in, again, depending on how active they are. But I found that to be a pretty good strategy. And then after a while, you'll start to, I don't know, there's not a really good way to wrap a like a number around it, but Uh, like in terms of a number of uh, posts or how many times to comment back to somebody or or whatever the case is. But you'll notice, um, you'll get the feeling of, okay, like I have a relationship with this person just through commenting. Um, And then what you can do is is send them a direct message and say, hey, you know, been great knowing you, like let's chat, whatever it is that you're looking for. And they say, you know, Tracy, you're talking about not using LinkedIn to sell Uh, And depending on who you talk to, they'll say, you don't sell through whatever you're selling. We're always selling, right? So whether it's a product or yourself or whatever it is, um, you don't necessarily do that through comments and your posts and content. Uh, It's through direct messages. That's where you can start to really uh, build a relationship with somebody.
1: I think that strategy is excellent in terms of, um, bookmarking certain people's you know posting pages and and going back to them and it definitely will get you into the feed more often and hopefully trigger those algorithms I mean there's there's so many things that went through my head while you were talking and um, I I, there's so many so many tips that I can give so I think um, that way is a great one I mean I don't post every day I'd like to post at least three times a week Uh, as long as I have great content that I want to share. But DMs, I think, are really one of your strongest strategies. I use, when somebody invites me to connect on LinkedIn, I accept and then I write them a thank you for reaching out. Or I might ask them, do that, and then ask them a question based on their profile or a common interest that we have. So, you know, using those profiles going deep into those profiles is really, really important. It's easier for me to connect with someone if we both have 17 connections in common or so, sometimes I have 97 connections in common with someone or someone is a Toastmaster or someone from my hometown, whatever it is, uh, we studied at the same university. There's always different ways that you can use those DMs to to dig in and start that relationship. Um, I do want to just pivot for a second to the LinkedIn app has the linkedin app loaded on their phone there are some tricks there that you cannot do on the desktop version so i'd like to share those Um, first thing is going back to the dms using the app on your phone you can leave a voice message instead of typing a message and now oh my gosh i saw it today for the first time you can leave a video for someone to introduce yourself if you use the app on your phone it's absolutely fantastic so my friend charlene who uh, I, I read you a little bit of her her headline um she left me a 17 second video message from her phone absolutely brilliant it's worth <laughs> it's a million dollar real estate it's such a great way to connect um and the other thing is if you go into your app you can edit your headline from your phone and you get more characters than you would if you were editing on your desktop. So you can add more things. So Trent, you asked about my headline and I'm not sure what your question is, but I have quite a bit there and that's because I used my phone.
0: I did not know that. I thought I, I, thought I knew it pretty well, but I did not know that. And I, and I didn't know about the video either. Um, so one of the tips that I had was there's different apps, but I use one called Loom, L-O-O-M. Um, and it's a video app, and I use it all the time because I am not a writer (laughs) at all. It takes me forever to get something down, Um, even though I've been doing it pretty often over the past year and a half, two years. It still takes me a while, but I found just being able to uh, do the the Audio message is fantastic, and I'll I'll even I'll go to type something in uh, in a desktop, and I'll just go. This is this is taking me too long, and I'll just open it, send send the audio message, and uh, send that out. But I did not know about the video. So what I used to do, what I'm not going to do anymore, thanks to Tracy, is I would do it on Loom, and then Loom will give you a link, and you would have to p- paste the link into the chat. And I, it still gets good. Um, engagement from that person like so probably 95% of the time somebody watches the video but especially in the audit profession where we are um, maybe a little apprehensive about clicking on links especially if this is like an intro and they don't know who I am then they're gonna go yeah I'm not gonna click on that link Uh, so to have something natively within LinkedIn I'm definitely going to take advantage of that and there's this whole we're talking about relationships Um, and Tracy you're the communications expert so you could uh, probably speak to this better than I can but What is, you know, communication is uh, what most of it's nonverbal. Is that right? Something like 95%. So being able to see someone's face and, you know, if they're smiling or how they're reacting um, and speaking to you, I think makes a, a big difference, especially if I'm just reading text, then, you know, if you put an emphasis on the wrong word, then it completely changes the context. What do you think about that? oh
1: absolutely there's i mean how many times have we sent a message thinking nothing of it and gotten back uh it's almost as if we provoked someone to a negative response this is why you know it's um, it's it's black on white it's typing on a page whether it's online or on a printed printed piece of paper and you just cannot really hear someone's voice so the first step of being able to do um, audio messages from the phone app Uh, was brilliant because then you can actually hear the inflection. You can hear the excitement. You can hear a smile in someone's voice. Now with video, I mean, boom, (laughs) it's just huge. People can really get to know you. Um, For me, maybe, I mean, I do videos on on LinkedIn sometimes, so they might have that opportunity anyway. But when you're introducing yourself to someone for the first time, it's such a fabulous
0: thing to do. Yeah, and it's something I'd say, especially since we just found out, uh, Tracy, I guess it's available today the sooner you do that, the more original it's going to be. So eventually it might just catch on and it's going to be like, you know, somebody's going to be getting connection requests with a video and they're just going to go, another video, another video, another video. So the sooner you take advantage when something like that comes out, uh, definitely the better. And I will say, and looking at who's in the room, uh, Julio, Benita, and Tracy, I all met on LinkedIn and we, I don't know, at least every couple of weeks, uh, at least every week I talk to one of the three of you, either through LinkedIn or obviously Tracy, we're, we're hosting the audit room, but, um, yeah. just kind of as proof of that.
1: Absolutely. And I would say when, if you're doing the videos, I mean, I got a 17 second video in my uh, message and it was perfect. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't go for the two minutes I would go, especially in the beginning. Right. So you just want to keep it short, um, be authentic and, uh, and share your message and ask some questions.
0: Yeah, and there's there are entire books dedicated to, well, books, I know of one <laughs> that are dedicated to how to send a video message. Most of, it, again, this is uh, kind of a sales thing, but you could take it and apply it to uh, really, you know, sales is about relationships also. So you could apply it in the same way. We are running up against time, Trace. I did want to read your headline real quick, and then give you a chance yeah. to speak to a piece of it, um, and then if you want to uh, wrap up and uh, kick it back to me, we can we can close out for today. So, your headline on LinkedIn says you're a leading internal audit communication consultant, virtual keynote speaker, women in audit leadership, coaching, training, and then Firewalker.
1: Yeah. What? <laughs> Which part? <laughs> So um, Europe's leading audit communication consultant is basically what I'm known as virtual. I added um, at the beginning of COVID because most people are used to -to face-to-face training. And I wanted everyone to know that I've already been teaching virtually for years. And so that's definitely an option keynote speaker, because I speak at a lot of IAA conferences and Toastmaster conferences and things, women in audit leadership. I spoke at their conference in September what an amazing experience. I, I'm absolutely very passionate about supporting women in audit leadership. Um, and I'm, I'm working on something to do that um, as we speak. So we'll be announcing that at some point. Um, coaching and training I do, of course. And firewalker so some of you may know of Tony Robbins. And, you know, most people either love him or hate him. And I find that Tony's teachings on mindset and have to get results are fabulous and so i attended unleash the power within in 2019 in london i've known about 20 for many many years before that um but i actually attended for the first time thinking there's no way i'm going to be one of those crazy people jumping up and down like you see in the pictures but literally three seconds into the room and you're doing it with everyone and it's such an amazing experience and so empowering and the first day um you're working on your mindset, 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 mindset. And then at the end of the day, you walk across hot coals. And that was, I mean, talk about empowering. Like you can do anything if you walk across hot coals. That's what I think. I just, I have to take, you know, if I'm struggling, I just take myself back to that moment. Take myself back to that moment. And it felt like walking across mm, leaves and twigs. Leaves and twigs. And it was uh, it was amazing. There were thousands of us doing it. And, uh, yeah, so I put Firewalker up there because, um, it's, it was an important moment in my life and, um, hopefully it, it gives people a sense of what I can do.
0: Yeah. And the, so, the Firewalker was the piece that I wanted you to talk about. I know you've, we've, you've shared that story with me before, but, uh, it's a, it's a great story. So that's, that's what my, what was <laughs> all about.
1: Yeah. And, and I tell you, because we talk about, you know, it's intimidating to make a comment. I thought, do I put that in my, in my headline or not? Because, you know, are people going to react negatively? And I thought I'm very proud of that, um, experience. And so I'm just going to put it out there and people who, people who are Tony fans will know what that means. Right. So, so yeah, so that's me. And listen, I want to thank everyone for, um, joining us today. Please don't forget to, um, press your mic if or signal that you want to come up to the stage next time i hope we're all connected on linkedin if we aren't let's make sure we are and i would like to ask that if you've enjoyed the session would you mind putting a comment up on one of our posts we have a post in the iia official group i have a post on my my profile uh, Trent has a post so we'd love to hear from you and create some buzz and create more buzz and um, get this going. We have guests lined up already for the full month of July. So we are ready to go and we hope
0: we'll see you again. Not just guests though, Tracy. Very, very good guests and I'm looking forward to talking to. Um, Thank you very much. Thank you everyone for joining. We are, uh, this is the audit room on Clubhouse. We are live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. That's 11 a.m. Chicago time um and we always reiterate that because we have folks from all over the um all over the world that have been guests or have been in the, been in the room so we always want to make sure that you guys know that the right time because I definitely told somebody the wrong time and the wrong time on one time um but anyway that is it for today that's LinkedIn for auditors if you are not connected with us on LinkedIn by now we clearly didn't do something <laughs> something right today true all right thanks everybody
1: thank you everybody see you next week take good care